Hello, welcome to Ventev Connected Voices. My name is Jonathan Davey, and I will be your host for our first Connected 30. And my name is Jared Van Allen. I'm Ventev's resident technical antagonist. Today, I am joined by two very special guests, Chris Kajani and Brian Allard from Bouchane Vineyard. Chris, Brian, welcome. We're very excited to have you. Honored, totally honored. Thank you for having us. Great to Could be here. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Chris Kajani, winemaker and general manager here at Bouchane Vineyards, and you're literally looking at our 104-acre vineyard right behind me. Sizzle. It's so beautiful. And, and my name is Brian Allard. I'm the vice president of sales and marketing at Bouchane. And, um, and it's just been such a thrill to be involved with this. You guys have helped transport our ability to communicate with our customers over the last bunch of months. So thank you for having us today. Yeah, thank you. It's very, very exciting to be, be able to work with you. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the vineyard? Sure. Uh, originally planted back in the 1880s, um, a gentleman named Quincy Boonfly. I'm not making that name up. And our owners purchased it in 1981. So Garrett and Tatiana Copeland founded Bouchane Vineyards in 1981, purchased the vineyard you see behind me. And uh, over the course of over 40 years, have um, replanted it, have um, gained certification uh, for fish-friendly farming, for Napa Green land, um, Napa Green winery certification also. Um, we also built this new hospitality center that just opened late in 2019, and then unfortunately closed in 2020, and now we're back open again. Um, so Bouchane has been, uh, been really enjoying having this new facility overlooking the vineyard and, uh, and showcasing how close we are to the water um, we're about 35 miles north of the financial district in San Francisco. So this is a really cool climate site uh, for growing Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. That's awesome. It's, so, it's such a pretty atmosphere out there, too, it looks like. So the main reason we're here today um, is we just want to talk a little bit about how Ventive was able to really help you um, take the next leap in Bouchain itself. Um, so what challenges did you actually need to be solved and what were the goals for the deployment that was used? I'd love Brian to jump into that because so much of this was his big idea of how we connect the vineyard to our customer. Well, you know what? what's so dynamic, you guys, is that we have this brand new visitor center and then COVID comes along. We hadn't even been open for two months. And so we live for two years off of a type of uh, customer communication that never existed in the wine industry, virtual wine tasting. And so this, this office, which exists that Chris is in right now, is on the side of our new visitor center. What you're looking at is the end of the Napa Valley. At 100 yards from where she's seated is the beginning of the San Francisco Bay. From the top of our vineyard, you can see down into the city. And so for a year and a half, uh, suddenly we're transported into the world of corporate. Um, huge international names become our customer base for the first time in the history of our 42-year-old winery. And we and Bouchain becomes transported into the very cutting edge of the wine industry. We were the first winery in the world to embark on virtual wine tasting. And suddenly now we have to become experts at what is an HDMI cord? It went through my head when we first started doing this. Um, and after six months we're doing, we ended up having 
cooking classes for corporations. And, and a, after a year, we were starting to host hybrid uh, models of that, where CEOs and directors would come out and co-host wine and food tastings with Chris and with me. And uh, we broadcast with the Philadelphia Orchestra, all attempts, by the way, to keep the attention span of our corporations on us. So they wanted to, they had a reason to come back to us because we went from being the only people in the world doing it to uh, nearly every winery, every distillery, every brewery. So our problem was, how do you stay on the cutting edge of something? And the solution became Ventive. Uh, we were so lucky. Uh, this view that you're looking at behind Chris culminates in an amazing view and in an amazing view that resonates with our corporate customers because it looks down across the San Francisco Bay onto the business district of San Francisco. And so we thought to ourselves, this is perfect. We can literally transport people now and be the first winery in the world to transport people to the middle of a vineyard. And that's where we we began hosting and allowed our customers to choose uh, a new setting and uh, kind of transported the context of our conversation into not just food and wine, but now tech and wine. And uh, that alone was uh, kind of polished up our brand and made us seem very relevant. And, uh, and I think it was uh, a nice stepping stone for us. I recall the first interaction we had with the Cisco IoT team with that same view sitting behind Chris there. At that point, the leaves were just barely starting to fill out and the grapes were no more than than little peas. And I have to say, you've apparently completed your harvest and the colors behind you are just phenomenal. Um, but I will say that the interaction and the time we've spent with Bouchane and and the absolute fun that we have when we interact together hasn't changed at all. Uh, <laughs> thanks for considering that. <laughs> Chris, we need to send him a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of requirements did you end up meeting? Well, as you guys know, um, and, and then really... Uh, Chris has a whole, you know, Chris and I represent almost two different components of the business. One is the shallow side of sales and marketing. And so I wanted to be able to uh, brag to the national audience that we were uh, taking our virtual program into the middle of a vineyard. And But the problem is, of course, we didn't have any power in the middle of the vineyard. We didn't have a Wi-Fi in the middle of the vineyard. Uh, our system at Bouchain operates with 4K cameras and camera switchers and soundboards and all these kinds of things. We weren't just using our cell phone. And so I, I didn't know how to do it. And I started to beg Cisco, you know, how, how do we take this really high-end tech that you're bringing to Chris's side of the business where we're monitoring um, weather patterns and, and wind and things like this? Um, how do we add on that and uh, bring me a more marketing and, and sales directive? And, um, and that's when uh, really the fun began at the beginning of the year, uh, transported into the middle of our vineyard, on top of our vineyard, overlooking the whole bay. It was amazing. Well, and Brian, um, Vent have actually solved both of those issues because not only were you connected in the vineyard, but we were wanting to put these Cisco IoT sensors in, but again, had no connectivity. So the Vent have Wi-Fi solar kit, you know, linked both Brian's sales and marketing side and ability to connect with customers from the vineyard. And in addition to that, was able to link all the different sensors we were using with Cisco and, and link this dashboard that we're using with worldwide technologies. 
um, you know, so that we could actually monitor this data um, in a way that, that, you know, was robust um, and really easy to access. And we had no ability to do that until we started working with Ventev. I think, I think it was really neat for us too, Chris, don't you, that it doubled down on, on our fish, fish friendly farming, better stewards of the land messaging and, and directive right from the Copelands. Suddenly we had a solar panel in the middle of our vineyard that really sort of mirrored a lot of California's mm-hmm. focus on, on energy. Um, so it just, uh, it, it checked all the right boxes, you guys. And from the technology side, it seemed to check all the right boxes by deploying the Cisco solution with the Ventive Power solution and WWT coming in behind to provide the backend support and the additional um, the additional backend systems required to support it, correct? No question. We Absolutely. Uh, hooked right up to your system. Uh, we've got a, a camera that can do a 360-degree view of the San Francisco Bay. That will end up being on our website 24-7, so talk about marketing. Uh, but also, thanks to uh, wireless backhaul, I didn't know what it was when I opened the box. We're able to get a solid signal for our virtual broadcast right up to the top of the vineyard. It lends itself to another shallow side, because now when we have tours in the middle of the vineyard, we can we can log right on to our, uh, if they want to, our guests' Facebook page and give them a video selfie with their friends around the world. So there's a lot of angles that uh, your solar panels and power and uh, the Meraki systems inside, et cetera, um, line us up for. That It'll... selfie thing sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, baby. We're the only winery in the world that'll be able to do it. Thank you, Ventive. Video selfie. So how long exactly did it take to kind of deploy that? Chris, I remember, you, I remember you opening up wine for our, for our engineers that day. You want to talk about it? Oh, that's right. Absolutely. Um, one thing I was going to mention was, you know, the, the conversation that did happen between um, Cisco and WWT and Ventev, um, once that conversation happened and we recognized the pieces that, that were sort of missing to make this connection work, I was amazed at how fast it all came about. Um, the timeline was um, super condensed. And one afternoon, uh, Worldwide was here. Chandler was here with Worldwide. Brian was up there with the electrician. And my job was just to cart the wine up with some glasses, make sure everybody was like hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was basically one day to hook everything up, right, Brian? Yeah. With some, and, and you know what was amazing? I wish we had that on video, Chris, because. In one fell swoop, literally in a half of a day, we had Cisco and W. We had engineers at the top of our vineyard talking to your vineyard management team. You hosting all of them, and suddenly the the past and the future of the wine industry was all on one condensed all on one uh, on one hill. We learned about the future solutions of, of digital IoT for that could be applied to ag, even as we set up the very mechanisms that allowed us to communicate with more uh, of the solutions themselves. So um, I'll never forget that day in my entire history of my, uh, you know, of the wine industry, really uh, my graduate school program that I went to should have one of these digital IOT solutions classes because I felt like the top of my head came off and I watched the future of ag all over the world change, you know, in slow motion. It was really amazing. But yeah, a couple of hours and we were up and running. Uh, easy for us to say. There was some engineering behind it, but. 
Boy, that's a pretty big statement, Chris. From from the technological standpoint, have you seen uh, specific improvements you can point to, or is it still, uh, you know, in the proof uh, stages today for what the impact will be on the vi- on the vineyard itself? Well, as you know, historically, the way that you gauge the quality of your farming is just visual. And so you walk your vineyard, you walk your orchard, you walk, you know, whatever crops you have constantly um, looking for mold pressure, looking for pest pressure, looking to see if there's any visual cues for, you know, needing irrigation, um, looking to see if a wind event has sort of um, battered the shoots uh, on your vines, if there's any scarring, um, what that might do to, to the ability for a plant to photosynthesize. And what we can do now is we can link it to data. And we really did not have that before. Uh, one very cool thing that happened in 2022, uh, you may or may not have read about a pretty significant heat spike that we had after Labor Day. And we normally have a two, three day heat spike, not a big deal. Um, but this one was about a week and it was a bit of a bigger heat spike than we typically see. Uh, and we were able to look at our soil moisture data on a daily basis. We were able to determine if different parts of the vineyard needed irrigation or didn't. Um, part of the really cool thing with this entire setup between the sensors and the dashboard um, and the, the solar solar panel and Wi-Fi connectivity um, is, is linking that data to everything that you see visually, linking that data to all the, the you know future weather forecasting, linking that data to when you may or may not harvest. Um, And I think most importantly in the state of California, you can link it uh, to your water usage. And so if we're able to not water and dry farm, um, not only can it make incredible wines, but it's also not wasting a resource. And we didn't have this data before. So connecting all of that is one of the, the most amazing things that's happened to us in 2022. And we used it during this harvest. Talk about putting Bouchain ahead of other uh, vineyards, right? Yeah, it's been it's been really an incredible, incredible tool. It is and one that can be replicated. I sit here in Utah and we, as you know, suffer from being just as bone dry as you are in that area, if not more so. So I understand exactly what you're saying. This impact on agriculture can be pretty significant if we simply, one, have the information and two, can actually extrapolate the information and three, make decisions based on the information as you've been able to do with that, with that deployment today. For sure. Now, Brian, I'm definitely not an expert in winemaking, um, but you didn't mention this word. So I just wanted to kind of understand what it meant when you said um, ag. Exactly. Oh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm in agriculture. Um, and um, I'm by far, uh, if you have any ag questions, begin to ask Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to point out here, there is something else that this technology is nicely attra- uh, attached to. Not just sales, not just marketing. Profoundly, of course, water. Chris, of course, is experimenting with uh, the value of the weather data and the water data on her grapes and the, and the quality of the harvest. But our our vineyard people can now manage gas and labor differently, too. And so when you think of the bigger picture, this solar panel, uh, your your box sort of is a nexus point of so many things that could affect the bottom line of agriculture and wineries. Um, so it's 
it it's so multidimensional if taken to the nth degree exactly at the moment in history when the world needs to think this way especially in california since 40 percent of california wineries are worried they won't have enough water to produce their grapes right now absolutely and again i just want to give you some praise uh you are revolutionizing smart agriculture um and that's something that is unheard of especially with um vineyards at this time so like jared said earlier you were way ahead of the curve in the vineyard world and we are happy to be a part of it as well so real quick how exactly did you learn about ventev um when you were going through like this sort of change it, you know what happened is we 2021 was coming coming to a close chris uh had already begun experimenting with the, the dynamics of uh digital iot for the vineyard and i felt a need to stay on the cutting edge of digital iot for sales and marketing but I didn't understand, you know, my understanding of technology is very limited. So we we found out the solutions through Cisco. Uh, I don't know about Chris, but I never would have understood that we could wirelessly hook up anything. And, you know, the first thing we did is is these uh, amazing sensors and the uh, that Chris employed in the vineyard. And then suddenly we're uh, setting up a wireless signal hooked up to your solar panel and batteries, et cetera, that allow us to do even more. So it's been incredibly non-invasive, but I think also because it doesn't require um, drilling or, you know, et cetera. Trenching or any of that. Yeah, the system's gone up really fast and it allowed us to have a quicker learning curve and, and a, an immediate impact on our business. And, and also maybe more importantly on the, on a horizon, on our vision for our business. And that was very exciting. So in other words, for you, Chris, IoT is just not my dishwasher notifying me that it's done with the cycle, but actually stopped you from having to dig up a freshly planted, very expensive vineyard to provide power out there. Is that kind of a synopsis of it? Right. We and to be frank, I don't think we could have done it if we would have had to trench and and you know lay wire or any of that. Um, you know, 104 acres is it's even bigger than it looks, and so trying to get that done probably would have been a no go. Um, so the fact that it was all wireless and solar supported was huge. And the fact it went in so quickly was even was even bigger. Um, the impact was immediate. You know, I would have begged you, Chris, to rip up your $500,000 <laughs> acre vineyard. <laughs> I don't know if you would have done it, but. <laughs> well, you know, what we did is um, some of the uh, the sensors were deployed in advance. We were working with Cisco on that. And then the enhancement with your uh, technology so far, there's just one solar panel. It's really quite interesting to realize that one of the reasons our vineyard guys were so mesmerized is that they began to calculate how many of their vineyards are around hours that could use the wireless backhaul and 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 collect information from multiple vineyards. So, you know, as this builds out, uh, this wireless and solar co component for the Napa Valley becomes really important. And also compelling as a story. You're not destroying things to set up something that could save things. But at least for us right now, Chris, I don't know if you plan on putting in another solar panel, but I think this this one is really doing the whole thing for us, which is which is uh, amazing. And then at the culmination of every vineyard tour, we take people up to the top of the vineyard to look across the San Francisco Bay down in San Francisco, and they're looking at our vineyard, and they're looking at your solar panel, and we get a chance to talk about in a natural way. Uh, Bouchain's relationship to cutting edge technology and, and the solutions of the future. 
So I was going to ask if that gives a competitive edge to Bouchain moving forward. But I guess the next question I would have to ask, Chris, is exactly how nice are you and are you providing some of those services to the other wineries for free with this deployment today? So we use a vineyard management company. And so Walsh Vineyard Management has been farming Bouchain for over 20 years. Um, and frankly, I worked with them at a winery that I used to make wine for um, eight years ago. Um, they're a fantastic group of people, fantastic farmers, and very into being as efficient as we can be with our resources. And so what's basically happening now is Walsh Vineyard Management can use different Cisco sensors and technology and worldwide um, technologies powered by Ventev's uh, Wi-Fi and solar kit to more efficiently move um, not just tractors, but some of the implements. Uh, so you can imagine, um, you know, we'll go through here and you know, there could be a hedger, which is something that kind of like gives the vines a haircut. You don't want them too tall or they start shading the grapes. Uh, we can go through here and we could seed um, for cover crop. We go through and sometimes we till in. And so all of the different implements, all of the different tractors can be tracked and can be scheduled and planned for um, in a way that that is, um, you know, connected on a dashboard now versus somebody with a clipboard or a whiteboard or whatever, trying to figure it all out. So much more efficient use of labor, much more efficient use of time. And if you have whatever, 300 tractors and a thousand implements, like, can you imagine trying to figure out where everybody is and where it's going to go? Um, so I think it's been a, a real boon to, uh, to Walsh Vineyard Management too. So it's made you and your neighbors more efficient. That's, you know, that's how you impact an entire industry, right? Absolutely. All right. So with the holidays coming up, do you have any recommendations for some holiday wine pairings to suggest for the audience? And maybe where can they get them? Sure. Um, Brian and I probably both have thoughts on this. I'm going to throw out that we do a dry rosé of Pinot Noir. We call it a Van Gris, which is just a fancy name for dry rosé of Pinot. So it's a light pink wine, no residual sugar, really crisp, um, just really juicy and delicious. And, and there's a really beautiful thing that happens when you drink a wine that's got like some bright acidity and some like nice energy to it. It cuts through all the fat from the holiday stuff, your mashed potatoes, your whatever, like it cuts right through it. And then it makes you want to take another sip of wine and then have another bite of food. So the 2021 uh, Van Gris Rosé is what I would recommend. And you find that um, in about 25 states in the U.S. these days. We do around 1,500 cases. Wow. But to be self-serving, self just call the winery and we'll be happy to ship it to anybody. And that. <laughs> and then your web, uh, website presence as well for some of that. Is, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Most all the wines are available on the website. There are a few like wine club exclusives, but most wines are available on the website. Um, and if you buy a case, you become a case club member and you get all the club discounts. That's wonderful. One last pairing question. Can you give me a wine that's going to pair really well with my Resposado tequila? Brian, if you could just tell us that. We have a winemaker here. I cannot be the one. He's right there. You ask her. <laughs> Well, maybe that's where that rosé comes in, because you do need to hydrate a little bit when you drink tequila. So you just kind of go back and forth there. 
Well, that's a perfect that's a that's a perfect answer to that. I would just like to say thank you very much. I've had the pleasure of being involved with both of you through the um, entire process. Uh, sometimes from the backside uh, of what was going on with the Eventive team. I want to thank you very much. You've been uh, nothing but a pleasure and an absolute um, forefront runner uh, in, in your industry. And it's been a pleasure to deal with you. Thank you. If you're interested in learning more about our Ventive products, especially the solar power line, you can go to VentiveInfra.com. Again, thank you so much for your time today, Chris and Brian.